Welcome to the Along the Way podcast, your place to become an equipped and encouraged parent so you can experience God's absolute best for your family. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Along the Way podcast, a parenting podcast by Bell Shoals Church. My name is Tim LaPointe and I'm here with Bruce Roberts, who's our next generation pastor here at Bell Shoals. And uh, Bruce, you know, we're talking about the posture of parenting today. And trust me, I think few people appreciate alliteration more than I do. So I love the alliteration in that, but tell me a little more about what that means and what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, so when we're talking about posture, what we're dealing with is really the perspectives and the attitudes that we bring to parenting. Uh, So a lot of times if we lack perspective, and it's easy to do in a lot of spheres of life, but definitely during parenting when we lack perspective, it it, um, affects our attitudes and it's we can run into the ditches really, really quick. So I think it's important that uh, the posture that we bring is one that um, is realistic um, and, uh, and really helps with our, with our relationships with our kids. So, Yeah, for sure. I mean, perspective is huge when we talk about parenting. So as we look to this posture of parenting, what are the attributes of that? Like, what is it, how does that play out in our parenting journey? Yeah, so I think that, you know, when we think about attributes – Uh, I think about two that kind of rise to the top. Um, One is um, grace. The other one is humility. But I think that before we get to that, what informs those two attributes is the gospel. The gospel. So, And that's, at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to model. That's what we're trying to pass on to the next generation. That's what we want our kids to catch. And the gospel is a message, but it's also a message that comes along that's embodied, right? Um, That's Jesus, Gee, it's a message, but it's, in, it's embodied. Um, so it has a manner in which the message is presented and conveyed to, to people. Um, so and for, for a parent, when we start talking about, hey, what does the gospel mean to us? Um, the gospel uh, puts us in a position, again, I like talking about it from the standpoint of advantage. It really does. It, it, um, the gospel was birthed out of conflict. It's birthed because there is brokenness. It comes out because um, there's a fallenness in the world. That's why there's a gospel. And that's why it literally means good news. That's good news to everyone. It's good news to parents. So when we look at our kids, we can know that, hey, the good news that, that Christ has come into the world because of our broken relationship with God. Christ has come into the world, and he's done something for us that we could not do for ourselves. And he's also do, done stuff for us that we wouldn't want to do. All right? So he lived a sinless life that we couldn't, we couldn't live if we wanted to, and he, he died in our place. He died as a substitute in our place, a death that we would, we would not want to die. Um, and he showed that he's uniquely qualified to be Savior because he, he rose from the dead victoriously. And if we would turn from our sin. Uh, repent from our sin and put our trust in him and we can, that relationship can be restored and that's what we embody and that's the perspective or the posture that I think we should bring to our parenting that the gospel fuels and enables us um, the grace that we've been shown uh, that has captured us captivated our hearts we can now you know we can freely show we can freely show to to our kids yeah, so what does that look like to have a posture of grace as a parent? How does that play out? Yeah, so I remember growing up, all right? I remember growing up, and um, the reason why grace has to, to be present is because we mess up a lot. We're, we're sinners, we're developing, we're growing, um, 
And that is exactly why God gave kids parents. You know, we look at, we look at uh, our kids and we're like, man, our kids are so needy. And uh, it's like, yeah, that's why God gave them parents because they are needy. <laughs> yeah. But if we back up and we look at our own lives and we're like, man, I'm pretty needy too. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty needy. And, uh, and God's shown me grace time and time and time and time again. But growing up, it was not so much about grace at times, but when, when those mess-ups happen, when I'm trying to figure out something, when I'm stumbling along the way, uh, sometimes it was just met with, you did this wrong because this was wrong, this happens to you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there was no covering up of the sin or someone standing in the place of it or a teachable moment or bringing someone along. It was more so you did wrong and you pay for it. You pay for it. And, and, and that can be paid for in a, in a variety of, of different ways, but it's easy for that mindset. I think that's, that's the default. That's the default, you know, and uh, if we're not careful, our parenting really can become um, vengeance, <laughs> revenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? It's what you did, and you know you made your bed, and we're, you're gonna lie in it yeah. because I'm gonna teach you a lesson. And uh, and there are times when le- hard lessons have to be taught and learned, um, but the posture of that is not you just sit there. The gospel is one where God desires for us to complete the loop. Like we're coming back around. It's 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 about restoration. It's uh it's about our development. It's about our good. Is that so that ultimately grace changes us. It makes us different people. And not only does it make it make us different people, it makes us want to be different people. Yeah. And so when we're treating our kids in such a way that we're for them, you mean daddy and, and mommy, even when I mess up again and again and again, you're for me the same exact way? Absolutely. I'm for you and I can be for you and I can show you that kind of grace because dad and daddy has messed up time and time and time again. And God's unrelenting pursuit of me has not changed. It has not dulled. Um, So, so that kind of posture, I think changes everything changes. It it, it really, it really changes um, how we see our kids. Yeah, well, and I think you know, when we look to Scripture, we see so many examples of how Jesus lived that out. Um, and, you know, if, if we're called to be like him, it's not just in our daily relationships with other people, but it's also even just as parents. You know, how am I acting like Christ as a parent? You know, the, the example that comes to mind to me when we talk about this is the woman who was caught in adultery. Uh, you know, we see that in, in Luke 7 and John 8, and um, just how Jesus— it wasn't just that he showed her grace, but he still spoke truth to her in that moment. Um, you know, I feel like that's important as parents too. Not not just that we show grace, but also that we use grace to teach truth. Would you Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Uh, it can be as simple as you know. When I think about it, I think about just wrongdoing. You know, when you do something wrong, when there's a an opportunity to um, to discipline in a way that that brings correction or or something like that, but I also just think about just the posture of grace shows how we um, um, how we teach and how we approach things. You know, I just think about you know I grew up playing basketball and you know I played with different coaches and 
you know, my bend made me respond in different ways, you know, because I'm, you know, not everyone's the same. And sometimes coaches, they coach everyone the same. And sometimes coaches, they kind of get it and they figure out what motivates one over the other. And uh, I think in high school, I would have said that I was a timid player um, because my, my, my posture was I didn't want to mess up. I didn't want to mess up. So what ended up happening was I messed up a lot. I wasn't free. I didn't feel free to mess up. I didn't feel free to try because I thought that the second I messed up, I'll be yanked or be taken out of the game or, you know, yelled at or whatever. Um, so I just think about when I'm, when I'm playing with my kids or I'm trying to get them to learn something. Um, I do this well on one end, you know, we're trying to teach Roman how to catch a football, how to throw a football. You know, I seem to have a little bit more patience when it comes to that, right? Um, you know, if I said, Roman, I'm going to throw you the ball. If you don't catch it, we're going inside. Well, that's a lot of pressure on a catch. Yeah. A lot of pressure. But to throw the ball, you drop it. Hey, man, we're good. Hey, let's let, hey, let daddy move in a little closer. Let me yep. get a little closer. Let's get some wins under your belt where you're catching it. Now, okay, hey, I'm, there's understanding. There's grace. There's an understanding. Like, this is where you are and you're learning. And uh, now, uh, now he's – He's eager to continue to try, eager to um, continue to play with dad. And in the whole process of that, just that grace piece there, what's happening is a relationship is being strengthened and formed. And it's being strengthened and it's being formed by grace as a catalyst. But I'm not so good at that at times because when it comes to homework, uh, dad has a hard time with grace sometimes. I don't, it, it's, it's crazy, you know, and, so when we're doing, you know, multiplication and hold on, you just, you know, three times two is six. And I said three times nine, I mean, three times three is nine. How did you say eight? Like it's the, like it's, it's, we're counting in three. To, uh, like in my mind, I'm like, yeah. how, how no, are that. we not getting Like, I don't, yeah. and then my kids looking at my face, right. And they see frustration and like, oh, and truth be told, I'm, Probably not too excited about going going through homework right now. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And now when I'm looking at my kid's face at this time, and they're looking at mine, are they thinking, man, I really want to learn this right now. <laughs> man, I really want to lean into this. No, yeah. they're getting they're getting a completely different vibe from, from dad. So, you know, I think that grace becomes a, an enabler for all of us. When, when we're in, a, a, in an environment where we know that grace is waiting mm-hmm. and that it can there's um, that it's not just someone waiting for me to mess up. Uh, uh, you know, we thrive a little bit better. We're free. And where the gospel is, there's freedom. We're free. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, I think about um, if, if I'm honest, my wife is much better at times at showing grace than I am. Um, and it's interesting to watch my kids sometimes when, um, you know, they may have a situation like you're talking about with homework. Maybe that's the example we'll go with. And if I'm frustrated that, you know, maybe my daughter, something we've had lately is she's kind of transitioning into that homework phase, didn't really have a whole lot of homework last year, and I get frustrated that, oh, you forgot to do your homework. What's interesting to me is that sometimes I find that when I have a lack of showing grace, my kids will tend to go more to my wife Mm -hmm. than they will to me. And I forget, sometimes I get really short-sighted just how much, of a long-term impact, my lack of showing grace 
can have on my kids. And I'm, and the opposite way too is an encouragement is that the, the long-term impact of showing grace can have on them That's right. as well. It's, it's just, you know, we've talked about it in the, in the last episode as well. Just those, those small things that can have such a big impact. Um, you know, what are ways that we as parents can kind of think ahead um, to uh, just, just trying to think of how to word this, but essentially it, prepare ourselves for those small little moments to make sure that we are showing grace in those situations. Yeah. So what we're trying to do in, in some sense is make grace a pattern in our home, right? Where grace is um, so routine that it, you can, you can kind of count on it, that it, that it's there. Uh, one, I think is just rehearsing the gospel for ourselves. I think rehearsing the gospel for ourselves help, helps us to get a right assessment of who we are. And I think that breeds humility. I think that breeds just a one, just a, a posture. Also, just being a humble person, just knowing, hold on, hold on. I'm a, I'm a person. I'm a dad. I'm a parent. I'm a husband in, in process. You know what? God's not finished with me yet, and this is the way that my heavenly Father is parenting me and growing me, and how He gives me what I need for the moment. And then with that being rehearsed, I think, in our lives and us being changed, ultimately, what do we want for our kids? We want them to be changed by the very same thing. And it puts us in a position to model that well. Um, and humility doesn't mean that we're just nice all the time and nothing's wrong and everything's fine. And, or humility also doesn't mean that I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I, sh- I should look down on myself. I'm so lowly. I, I don't deserve to, I shouldn't be a parent. Why did God make me this? And, you know, as if God made a mistake by giving us kids, you know, it's, it's more of just a right assessment of like, this is what God's called me to do. This is his design for my life. I can, I can do this. I just want to do this in, in a way that, um, he's done it in my life and ultimately makes the gospel, the gospel, it makes the gospel attractive to us. So, I think one, just rehearsing the gospel in our own lives and seeing our our need for it, it helps us to to wait and to anticipate those moments. So when I when I talk about perspective and our attitudes, sometimes I think we where we get caught up in the we get tunnel vision, right? We yeah. get so focused on something that we lose our perspective, right? We lose our perspective. And when we get, you know, tunnel vision, we get in the ditches. And what ends up happening is that we act like we don't live in a broken world anymore. Right. We act like, you know, everything should go according to plan. Um, There, this should not be happening now. And we forget the world, we forget the world that we live in and the people that, that live in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so wait for the challenges, wait for the next thing. That's those become the moments where you're going to get to show grace. You're not, you know, those are the moments. And, and you being a humble parent, knowing that, you know what, these are, um, things are going to go wrong and I'm going to do things wrong. And all of these moments will be opportunities for me to show grace and humility. Um, I think about, you know, humility allowing, you know, if the, if the gospel is our confidence, you know, a humble parent, when those moments happen where something wrong happens with our kids, but something wrong happens with us at times, we mess up. 
we say things we shouldn't say. We say things in a manner that doesn't um, convey the gospel. We're maybe harsh. We're impatient. We're all of those things because we we thought it was about us for a second there, and it was never, never about us. Um, I think in those instances, the opportunity that we have to show the gospel when we mess up, not when they mess up, but we also embody and show the gospel when, when we mess up. Uh, and I think that a confident um, parent in the gospel can look at their kid and when they mess up and apologize yeah, and say they're sorry. Uh, those are, those are wins. I think those moments are wins. And, you know, it's a little, it can be, it can, it's a little counterintuitive, right? You know, we're, we're usually like looking at our kids and teaching them how to apologize. Hey, right. so hey, this is, we're trying to restore relationships with between siblings or friends. But what we have to realize is that we are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. We're in relationship with our kids. It's not just teacher and student and all that. It's, we're in a, a real relationship and, when we wrong our kids, um, a posture of grace and humility is a great opportunity to embody the gospel and show the kids that, hey, we're in process too. Mm-hmm. We're in process too. And um, I, think it, I think it helps uh, our kids see us differently and want to lean into uh, the God that we say that we serve. Yeah. You know, I was talking with somebody recently who was talking about their upbringing and saying, you know, my dad got angry a lot. Um, screwed up a lot, and uh, the the biggest thing that that person said to me was that he, he didn't make it right, you know, and that, that was the biggest thing was that he, he never came back and, like, you know, apologized or r- tried to right the situation. They were encouraging me, you know, as you parent, like, we're all going to screw up. We're all going to make mistakes. Yeah. But the difference, the way that you can separate yourself is by making it right. Um, and, you know, I've seen that play out with my kids. You know, I've, I've screwed up with my kids more than I'd like to admit. Mm-hmm. Um, but when those times that have gone back and said, hey, you know, dad screwed up. You know, I should not have done that. And I'm sorry. Um, it, it's so amazing to me how God uses those moments to sometimes give me the most intimate connections that I've ever had with my kids. Mm. Um, and I feel like you know, as we talk about this and really the, the posture of parenting and that posture being from the gospel, um, it teaches me more about the gospel sometimes than sometimes any other situation that I might find myself in. Um, so I, I think, too, as we talk about this, and you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, as we parent, as we go along the way, as we say here, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think one of the things we need to remember as parents is that parenting isn't just about us growing our kids, but it's also an opportunity for us to grow in our faith as well and have a deeper understanding of our relationship with our father. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, You know, God can do a lot of different things at the same time, right? So we might think that, hey, I'm, I'm here for my kids, but our kids are there for you. They're there for you. And, and God's using all of these things at the same time to to mold us and to fashion us into what he ultimately wants us all to be. He can, he can do a lot of different things at the same time. And, um, that's why in parenting, you know, there's, it's easy for, um, the wind to leave the sails. Uh, you know, if you're, if you are having a posture of humility and pride, it's, it's easy to, um, be, uh, you know, to really, 
focus and see a lot of our failures and to be get and be discouraged by that because of what's happening we kind of fall under this illusion that we have a little bit more control than we we really do and we don't and i think that's that's precisely the point um and i think it's one of the lessons that the lord teaches us uh, in parenting is that ultimately god these kids are yours um i'm a steward of them um I'm, I'm, I'm trying to manage this. Um, I want to honor you in that. But ultimately, it's not about the, you know, my name. It's not about the Roberts name. It's not about the LaPointe name. It's ultimately not about Bell Show. It's not about those names. It's ultimately about you yeah. and um, your reputation and what and what you would want and what you desire. So when we, can, when we can, I think the gospel brings that kind of freedom and we can back up from a situation and, and know that, hey, uh, you know what, God's God's using this for my my good, mm-hmm. my good as well, and that's why, in a lot of ways, and hopefully in 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 ways that are directing us to God and His gospel, our lives will never be the change because of our, never be the same because of our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, not just because they're involved in our lives, but that's any kind of relationship where the gospel where the gospel is at the center of it. Our lives should look so much different. And I, and you won't be able to see your life differently apart from the people that God has placed in them. And that, that includes our kids. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said there about just, you know, we're here as stewards of these kids. And that's something that as my wife and I pray for our kids, we try to um, be intentional about incorporating that into our prayer. You know, God, God, we thank you that you've entrusted us as stewards of these kids. And I think the more that I pray that, the more it changes how I parent, because I'm not, like you said, I'm not parenting from a position of what do I want my kids to be like, Mm -hmm. but more of what has God intended for my kids to be? Who has God intended my kids to be? And listening more to uh, his path for them instead of my path for them, because if they go my path, it's going to be, it's going to be a bad road, a bad road. Um, You know, and as we get towards the end here, you know, one of the things I'd love to kind of capture here of what we're talking about is, from what I'm hearing from what you're saying, the more that I practice humility as a parent, the cool thing is that it also opens the door for my kids to practice grace. Mm-hmm. And the more that I practice grace, the more I can teach them grace that they can then use back in that relationship. That's right. Um, so and they learn humility in the process. Yeah. They, they learn how to, I think ultimately this is framed in, in relationship. And, and God has, he, he has this posture to us. Okay, so you can't improve upon the posture. You know, if it was just law and God coming, hey, you messed up, Genesis 3 happens, ball game, it's over. Mm-hmm. Taking my ball and I'm going home. Like, it's yeah. over. You know what I mean? That's not the posture. It doesn't mean that there's not order. It doesn't mean that there aren't consequences. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. But I think what God is showing us is that, yes, um, these are the things that have happened, and there are real consequences to that. But just as real as those consequences are is the gospel. Mm. Grace is real in a broken world. Yep. You know, you, the hope is real. All of these things are real things um, that should be fuel, that should be fuel as we um, parent along the way and find ourselves in situations where we're not wanting to be quite like God has been to us, but the, the, the gospel, um, helps us in, in, in those situations. So, um, yeah, I think in, in the modeling of all of that, our kids learn, they learn how to do that. And 
honestly, I think that in that, the kids, our kids will find the gospel believable mm-hmm. because it'll, it'll correspond with reality. And so when mom and dad act like they have it together, that's not reality. And if we're teaching our kids anything and they're paying attention to life, they know that that can't be true. They know that can't be true. And uh, so if the gospel is only for our kids and it's not for mom and dad, that's not believable. Yeah. It's not believable. So um, these are all these, all of this, all of these things together are, are great opportunities. And so it's not just content and data and information and Bible stories and all of those things. And it's void of, 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 of human interaction and relationship. If that were true, then we would still be all operating off of like stone tablets, right? Yeah. No, but Jesus came, he embodied these things. He says, these things are important. And, but what's also important and just important is the character and the attributes that fuel how the information comes, how it's applied in this situation or this situation. And as parents, as we, as we go through, through that in our lives and how, and God deals with us, we learn wisdom to be, you know, wise and discerning and figuring out, hey, maybe this isn't a moment to bring this up to my child. Maybe this is a moment to do it. Or um, how to recognize those patterns and things of that nature. So, man, I, I just, again, I think the gospel is uh, when we are rehearsing that and that's, and we are embodying that, it, it's, it's, it puts us in position to um, love our kids well, love our kids as God would loves us, and it puts them in position, one, to um, not only believe the gospel, but to be changed by it. Yeah, you know, we, we talk about the gospel is a life-changing truth. It's powerful, and we believe in the power of the gospel. Yep. Um, but it's not just text that we read. And oftentimes, I think the thing we have to remember, too, is especially, you know, when our kids are young, it's hard to understand that text fully because of how deep in theology it mm-hmm. is. Um, but the gospel, if we believe in the power of the gospel— then we should believe that there's power in the ways that we live out the gospel mm-hmm. in a way that our kids can tangibly understand That's that right. beyond just texts in the Bible, but we're living the truths of it in a way that they can see, they can model it. And like you said, it's something that they can, they can relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause the Pharisees had the text, didn't they? Yeah. They had the, they had the text down pat, um, but they didn't understand the character and the heart of God, mm. the why they weren't, they missed it. And because they missed it, I missed that, they missed everything. Yeah. They missed everything. So um, the gospel frees us up to, to, uh, to parent in a way that, that God intended. That's good. Yeah, well, Bruce, this has been uh, a privilege just to get to talk with you today and uh, love, love what you've taught us today and shared with us. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we hope you found this helpful as you go along your parenting journey. And if you did find it helpful, we would love for you to uh, leave a little review there, uh, subscribe and share this with your friends that the biggest thing that does is it doesn't, we don't want to just promote, we don't want to promote the name of Bell Shoals here. We don't want to promote this podcast, but we want more parents to be able to find the help that they're looking for. Absolutely. So uh, the the best way that you can do that is by reviewing, subscribing and sharing that so more parents can find help along the way. But we're so glad that you chose to join us today and we'll catch you next time in uh, this podcast and we'll see you along.